Welcome to the 200th episode of The Yarn, a School Library Journal production. I'm Travis Yonker. Since this is the 200th episode, we have a special double interview with creators and couple Jessica and Aaron Bagley. They recently released Duel, their first graphic novel. It's already received glowing reviews from Publishers Weekly, Booklist, and more. Jessica wrote it. Aaron made the art. They've never done anything like this before. And in this episode, we'll learn how this book was made, including what it's like to live with your collaborator. It's time to unravel Duel. sister in junior high on the first day of school. Her older sister trips her in the cafeteria and Lucy, the younger sister, pulls her fencing foil out of her bag and challenges her to a quote duel. In fencing it's called about. Um, so the, the book takes place uh, over the course of the, from then until the duel at the end. And, and the book is told from the perspectives of both sisters. The dual so there's perspective. dual perspective, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you remember how you got the initial idea for the book, Jessica? Do you want to talk about that? Like, what was the spark of this one? Yeah, you know, um, I, I, I think that it was just kind of one of those things where I was thinking about my relationship with my sister when I was younger. Uh, my sister, Cece, she's about six and a half years older than me. And... You know, it was one of those just sort of like merging things where it was like, I probably, you know, got off a phone call or something and was like, ah, man, you know, I remember when we were kids and we used to fight and then, you know, thinking about fighting and I used to be a fencer when I was in college. And so I thought, oh, that would be really interesting. Like two fighting sisters and one challenges the other one to a duel. And that was just kind of like the initial nugget of what it was. And so based off of that, then, you know, I started to come up with sort of the rest of it that was also sort of uh, borrowed and influenced from uh, my life and things that had, you know, happened in my family. So it's a sort of merging of things together. And and Aaron, like when did the, when did Jessica first talk to you about this story idea? She always bounces her ideas off of me, but in this case, um, you know, I was aware that she wanted to do this. And it was when she sat down to illustrate it. She was said, I'm too close to this. This is too personal. And then asked me if I wanted to illustrate it. And of course, I said, of course. <laughs> of course. Had you collaborated in this way before? Actually, no. Uh, the collaborations we do are generally pretty... They're very enmeshed. We, Vincent Comes Home was a picture book we did, and we wrote it together. And we illustrated it together, and there's generally a, it's seamless. Like, yeah, very overlapping. We look back on, yeah, we look back on the projects and are like, who did what? We can't remember. And that's how we would make fine art together, too. So when we were, we were in college together and we were first going out, we would have kind of like, we'd just hang out and do like jam comics back and forth. Like, I'd draw a little something, and then Aaron would draw a little something. And so it was like a thing that while we were sort of in our early stages of our love started to do. And then um, the longer we were together, we did... Um, 
you know, like I said, like fine art shows, like it just kind of expanded. We had at one point applied for a Zarek grant together for a different story that we had worked on together. So it was very natural for us to do this, but this was the first project where each one of us like did one thing very specifically. Like I wrote it, he illustrated it, and like that's kind of where it was. Our collaboration's always been um, a place for us to escape to. Uh, like we definitely see comfort in it. So the stress of the senior year of our college, we were like, ah, screw it, let's just draw together. And yeah. then afterward, <laughs> you know, trying to get work and become artists, we would just collaborate together. And so we got a lot of opportunities from that, which I think probably comes from the authenticity of what we were doing. And he proposed to me at our first art show. So our art, our art, and our love are very much like linked together. As that sounds really corny. No, it was. I was like, if we can do this and get through it, like put a yeah. whole show together in like a very short amount of time, then yeah, we should just be married. <laughs> so, Jessica, how did the uh, that initial idea that you had? How did that change, or did it change much from what's in the final book? Um, you know, it really didn't. It was, you know, I had a very clear sort of um, idea about, um, you know, what the story was going to sort of be about and the fact that, like, the sort of the background layer of um, the character sort of navigating the grief of the loss of their father, um, that was, you know, it, that was sort of a fictionalized version of what I went through when my father passed away. But, um Really, it was like, it, it pretty much stuck to the same thing, but it, originally it wasn't a graphic novel. Like when I first sat down, my agent, she was like, have you thought about writing middle grade? And I'd never done that before. So I wrote a sample chapter and it, it came out really quickly sort of, um, but once again, I, d I hadn't done this before, so I don't know if she thought that it wasn't good as a middle grade <laughs> because she was like, had you thought about doing this as a graphic novel? But she always, she also did know that that was something that um, I'd always wanted to do. And she knew that Aaron and I were, um, already working on ideas for gra a graphic novel together. So it kind of worked out, yeah. So that was a, be the big change that it wasn't gonna be <laughs> a graphic novel initially, so yeah. So when you wrote it up, was it kind of like the graphic novel, like script style almost? Yeah, yeah, you know, and I hadn't done that before and I hadn't had a lot of experience um, sort of seeing how to pitch that and um, Alexandra Penfold, my agent, she never pitched a graphic novel. And so she, we were all kind of like scattered and like, well, let's find out from other people how they do this. And um, somebody else that I knew, they had um, pitched a graphic novel and it was very much like, okay, panel one, we zoom in and we see this. And I was just like, that seems like wildly unnecessary for you know, me to do this for, for Aaron because he's such a visual storyteller. So really what I did was, you know, the, the whole script is like dialogue, but I would say, you know, this is the scene, um, maybe an art note if it was really necessary, and like this is the action. And like that was kind of what I would do, and Aaron would then just kind of, kind of work with it, you know. It wasn't always like, he wasn't always like strict to those things. He kind of interpreted. So Aaron, when you got when you got started working on like the, the, when the book was accepted and you knew it was gonna be a book and you were really starting to work in earnest on it, like was the, was the entire text finished? Was it like, was, was it like you started on the art while the text was being completed or how did that go? Uh, how much time do you have? Our, <laughs> our editor and Jessica were naughty and they kept making changes. Uh, yeah. To my chagrin. 
in <laughs> not just like oh this line we can cut out this word it's like I don't think that we need like this section and Aaron would be like so that affects like many other pages that follow and uh, yeah. for our next book I'm like you button that up <laughs> I don't want to start on this till you're like it's done it's got a stamp on it <laughs> yeah. wrapped in plastic yeah wrapped in plastic yeah um, yeah it, it, it was okay though I mean I, I rolled with the changes and I did it by hand right I didn't do it digitally so that that gave uh, didn't have as much wiggle room so you know and, and how was that working on like a book that length that many panels you know how, how did you feel about that it was pretty grueling yeah it was hard I um, I don't think I'll do that length of a graphic novel uh, with a brush and ink again I wanted I want to work digitally just for ease because I want to keep doing it <laughs> yeah. I think like if I was to do another one by hand, I'd be like, I think I have maybe one more graphic novel in me, and I just I want to keep doing it. So I it is it's like physically demanding. Harder. I mean, to do that, like you think about it, you're like you're you're clenching a brush for hours and hours and hours for days, and then like years. It's like it's really actually super bad on your body to like I'm not a spring chicken you know like I'm holding that brush I'm getting a blister on my finger and then my thumb won't move out of position when I put the brush down and like I I can't let go it's just stuck there that's yeah yeah um Jessica was there like a certain mood that you were trying to capture with the book yeah you know I think um I tend to write really emotional books and um, I've always been a little bit sensitive to like the fact that like people like I I don't think I don't know if people actually do but I was I guess I was worried for a long time that people were going to think I was like a Debbie Downer of you know picture books but um, I just really like emotion to be present and I I really like to respect that kids have this like wide variety and and nuanced emotions and so um, I'm always trying to write honoring that place and writing from like um, an authentic place of my own experiences and so um, in doing the graphic novel you know there was a lot of times where our editor she was like this is a really good story she's like but it, it's very sad, so we need to find places that we can bring in some more joy and some more light. So it was definitely, um, you know, an experience trying to sort of find that balance over 300 plus pages versus, you know, a 32 or 40 page picture book. Like you, your arc, you, you can kind of make the arc happen very quickly and clearly in a picture book, but to extend these emotions throughout, you know, I definitely wanted the book to feel very rich in experience, very like rich in in just um, in, in an honest place that people could really connect with. But with that, you know, um, I had to find ways to infuse the lightness, which is actually Aaron's illustration style was perfect for that because he just naturally brings in these like really funny little things that just like just subtly lighten a mood that really complement and balance out the tone I feel like. What's what's like a typical day for you guys when you're working? Like are you working in the morning? Are you night owls working? You know like what is Aaron what does that look like for you guys both being creators? Uh, well for me it's it's based on my how I feel physically. I have an ankylosing spondylitis. It's like, it's an autoimmune disease and it's kind of like, I've got the greatest hits of all the autoimmune disease <laughs> symptoms. And you got to check, check, check. Um, so I, I might wake up one day and just be not feeling good. So I'll try and push through and then 
sketch one page and then go lay down and feel really guilty about it. And then the next day I might feel good and get like 25 pages sketched, <laughs> make up for it. Um, but that's it's pretty much like dependent on how I'm feeling. And then we also have an eight-year-old son. And if he's at school, then we, you know, we usher him to school, get home, and Jessica and I have, um, we call yeah. it morning meeting. Yeah, we have morning meeting at like 9.30 we, or we, something. We or drink, like drink nine, coffee nine thirty, and yeah. then get like really passionate and heated about topics. <laughs> about like whatever's going on politically. And, and then, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh gosh, we have to start working. <laughs> it's like the grown-up version of like the kindergarten circle at the yes. beginning of the oh, time. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah, it is like circle time in the morning. And then finally, I think that the, when the caffeine really hits our system, and we're at that peak of like, I could talk about this thing, political thing for hours. Like, okay, we have to go work now. And so like Aaron will go work in, uh, hit his desk in our room and I might have to sit down and type at the computer or I'll work at a lot of times, um, I, uh, when I, if I'm doing a picture book, I might be working on the dining room table because we just, that's our studio is our, is our home. So a little, like a lot of different spaces in our home is our studio. Yeah. I want to ask both of you this same question, and so maybe Aaron, you can take it first. What was what was the trickiest part to to figure out in Duel? You know, was there was there a certain like plot element or character that was especially daunting, or, or just it took a while to get right? I think the the hardest part was going from doing the coloring by hand to digitally. So I inked the the book and. I had a lot of decisions that I made inking that was going to work out in the coloring. But then at the last minute we decided to use a digital colorist and that was difficult because a lot of the line work, they had to interpret these missing pieces that I was like, well, I was going to make the decision during the coloring. So um, there were a lot of logistical things that came up, I think it was kind of a nightmare, but um, a good nightmare in the end because you learn a lot from it, you know? You know, I'll have process, I'm just processing, it's okay. Um, not a Freddy Krueger nightmare. No, 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 no there, was, there was no man in the boiler room. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it looks fantastic now. I'm really glad we had the digital colorist. That was one aspect of the tone of the book that it needed some more, some of the color needed yeah. to be brighter to lift the uh, mood because. I didn't have a problem with some of like the character Gigi being pretty sad. You know, she's 13, missing her father, having struggles with her sibling. Um, but the the color really came in and, and boosted a lot of the mood. And um, yeah, so I would say that was probably the it was an adjustment for me to go from I'm gonna color it to someone else is gonna do it. Uh, yeah. Jessica, what about you? What was there a particularly tricky part to get right? Yeah, I mean, this is my first time writing a middle grade graphic novel, which I realized, like, oh, this is, like, all dialogue, which is cool, but, like, um, picture books, I always struggled with dialogue in my picture books. Um, So, you know, there was a mindset going in, like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I really, really loved it, and I really got into it, and it felt very natural. I think that for me, because this was such a personal story, really finding the balance of fiction and real life so that I wasn't like emotionally overwhelmed because there was definitely times when I'd be like either talking to Kendra or sitting and writing and I was just like oh my god this is so hard you know and it's it's hard to talk about even um 
but that was it was really good having the support of um, of Kendra she was such an amazing editor and then helping me see then what things needed and what they didn't need and I think like learning how to edit something like that um, is is its own sort of beast and I, I really value the subtlety of changes that you can get rid of a lot and then just have something really small and um, in, in its place and that's actually doing a lot more so kind of relearning how to sort of write you know in entirely I guess um, it, that, that was yeah I mean it was it was daunting but it was a really it was a really good process so now I feel like you know we're doing other books together and it's like it feels like I, I really understand how to write in this way and then how to make changes and how to put myself in but not like so much that it's it's you know it's traumatizing um, so yeah it was kind of a mix of things <laughs> I'd like to clarify that the nightmare part of what I just said was not because of our editor or our oh no no it no, was me it was no, me adjusting no, to yeah. the fact that I was gonna be not coloring the book. Yeah. It was that, that's like that. That's a hard thing, you know. I think like this is it was this book was very personal for a lot of reasons, and Aaron and I like were we're just going through this process in like from slightly different places, and we were had like our own personal turmoils that we had to Kendra sort of was so wrestle with. She was yeah, like she was the great. perfect editor for this book because she respected that process for both of us. Yeah, <laughs> it was she like, was fantastic. You know, life coached us through it. Yeah, and it was just saw us to the end and. Then said peace out I'm going to have a baby <laughs> like, thanks for everything bye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what's your hope for the book once it's out in the world um, Aaron do you want to start like maybe both of you could could address that you know different creators have different feelings about putting a book out into the world and so what what, what are your thoughts going into this one well um, speaking to a lot of librarians this weekend uh, you know kids want graphic novels and I like that graphic novels what they offer kids in um, bridging someone who may not like to read and getting them into reading or just furthering that for somebody voracious readers just reading them because they love it um, this book specifically I feel like has a lot of emotion and um, a lot of respect the way it's written to the experience of a, of a teenager, preteen, um, and I try to convey that with the illustrations, and I just hope that it reaches that part of kids. Um, I just want that audience to receive it and to to experience it the way that you know, with all the emotion I put into it. Yeah, I mean, I, I love, I love, you know, I love what Aaron said about um, about that because I think it is about connecting, and that's really kind of goes to what I am hopeful for the book. I hope that, you know, it, a, I kind of a lot of things. I talk about this a little bit in the author's notes that, um, you know, the the book itself because it was um, a fictionalized, you know, version of events, but really based on you know my relationship with my sister. And our family dynamic. Um, I 
in the process of making the book, I got an opportunity to really see my sister's sort of view on growing up and like maybe the things that she went through that gave her, you know, um, the motivation to like maybe be kind of mean to me sometimes, you know, like, and it was something I had never really thought about before. I'd never thought about like her perspective and her side because I was so rooted in my story, you know, and, and that's what we do, right? We have these roles in our families. And so I think that, um, the book gave me a chance to sort of personally like see her humanity more and I kind of hope that um, that other people reading it whether they're a young reader or you know an older reader that that there's an opportunity that they see can, can sort of I don't know maybe not necessarily make amends with like a sibling situation but they, that they can just like have an insight like on how to sort of um, navigate of relationships like oh wait there's two sides to things you know um, I really I hope that I hope that um, um, people can take away from the experience that everybody can have a situation that involves grief and loss and it can show up in very different ways and to sort of try to keep that in mind um, and to to seek out sort of that that support and to be able to talk about those things a little bit more especially within families because I think families even though like you're maybe going through something together you're all going through it in different ways so um, I hope that and also I hope Aaron's heard this a bunch of times I hope that everybody that reads it starts fencing because <laughs> fencing's amazing and fun and it's it's a it's a very like you know sort of off the radar sport and I was somebody that didn't think of myself as athletic and I remember I was practicing once and one of the fencers there and he's like an Olympic fencer he'd been to the Olympics and you know we were gonna fence each other and um, while I wasn't aiming for those sort of things he like looked at me and he was like you know you're an athlete like and he it was like he somehow could see that like I had never given myself the permission to like see that in myself and that was a really big deal because I don't particularly consider myself a coordinated person you know there's a lot of things so um that I I just hope that more people can find the sport and hopefully it'll be something that they can they can do and and um have that sort of mind body connection with so has your sister read it Everybody keeps asking me that. Um, so um, I know that she has the arc. She she read like early versions of it. So I know that she has read the book, yes. But in the form with all of the final art, um, I don't know if she had because when I sent it to her, she was like very at the thick of like finishing like her master's program for teaching. And she was like really burning the candle at both ends. I was like, I, I don't know that. Um, but um, I hope I hope so. Um, I, and I guess, yeah, she, I told Erin, I was like, well, she's called me a couple times and maybe. <laughs> so maybe. But um, one thing that she did say, though, when I was kind of asking her permission and sort of early on, um, she was like, I'll understand if you, you know, want to show me, you know, like mean because I know that I was mean so she was very like open to that and I think that that was her way of sort of like apologizing for those things but I was also like you know you're not just the bad one in the story like you're not the villain and I'm not the hero we definitely I I definitely made it very clear that I was not always a nice sister too so Thank you for listening to The Yarn. When Colby suggested we start this podcast back in 2017, we had no idea what to expect. It's been a joy to talk to children's book authors and illustrators and share those conversations with you. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica and Aaron Bagley, for the interview. Thank you to my co-host and friend, Colby Sharp. 
Thank you, Philip Stead, for creating our theme music. Additional music for this episode from the Free Music Archive. Have an idea for the show? You can contact us via email at theyarnpodcast at gmail.com and visit us online at the School Library Journal website. I'm Travis Yonker. Thanks for listening. Thank you.